Hey everybody, welcome back to The Producers. Uh, this week's episode is Sweet Sweet Angel Babies, which is uh, two friends of the show, Josh and Lauren, two friends of mine, two uh, fellow Gossip Badge friends. Uh, this is a really fun one. It's the first time I've ever done intentionally bringing in two guests. Uh, I've had you know multiple people on live and I've had multiple people in the room, uh, Anthony and Matthew notably. Um, on Taylor and Chris's episode, respectively. So I'm excited. This was super fun. Uh, I hope it comes off well. I think we did a good job of not speaking over each other. Um, all the plugs for their social media is in the description. Come see Gossip Badge. Um, we'll be posting about it. Uh, the show dates are a little less crisp than they normally are. Um, and if you get the chance to see Sweet Sweet Angel Babies perform, again, they'll promote it Uh I think they had a, a, a show date in this episode, but I don't remember what it is. Sorry, guys. Uh, but we'll get into it after some plugs. The RVA Podcast Network. Check out uh, rvapodcast.org or the social media RVA Podcast. Uh, for all information, if you have a show or you want to make a show and you don't know how, just hit us up. Uh, we'll see what we can do to help you out or get you connected. Uh, rvacomedy.com. We have lots of shows and classes coming up, so go ahead and check that out for all the information. Check out Trash Bang's YouTube. Check out DJ Schnoy's YouTube. Check out or- Orbital Music Park. Uh, it's always hard to say Orbital. I don't know. All right. Well, let's get right into it with Sweet, Sweet Angel Babies. Love landed on the windowsill. I shoot her away. Love knocked three times on the door You said no, not today Love sent a priority letter I returned it to sender Love staged an intervention You went on a bender Separate ways We played the game And then one day You'll forget my name We almost fell We almost fell We almost fell In love I have something Let's do it. So I think I'll say this a couple more times. Um, I got some really good feedback about introducing my guests hmm. and myself so that people know who they're talking to who don't listen. Uh, so you are sweet, sweet angel babies, yeah. Josh yeah. and Lauren. Yep, that's it. <laughs> and I that's all. Jonathan was <laughs> that's it. That's all you guys are, sweet, sweet angel babies. Yeah. Well, you guys are... Very special. You guys are the first duo I've had on the show. I'm very excited to see how this goes. Um, I want to start right right with it. How did uh, you guys start performing together? Do you remember? No. (laughs) How long y'all been friends? Uh, Do you remember? Not as long as you. Not as long. Not that long. No, like uh, 2017, 2016. Yeah, something like that. Well, I feel like we talked about doing a two-person thing. Maybe around when I had TA'd your 301 improv comedy class. Yeah. And that's when we talked about starting doing two-person stuff. Yeah, because I, I think I had started doing um, 
like refineries and labs as duos because I just like really wanted to do that and that sounded really scary to me but then we became actual real friends and uh I was like oh this is probably better with someone you actually know it is yeah there's something about the um that the relationship off stage or off performing with someone that really really does have an influence on the way you approach the whole situation it definitely feels that way with us Mm-hmm. For sure. I'm really worried that your pop filter is not in front of the yeah, microphone. I know. I, I thought about that too. <laughs> okay. Uh, down too. I feel like it's covering your whole face. Better? <laughs> yes. We can start for real now. <laughs> Josh and Lawrence, we do handle babies. Let's start the whole thing over. Oh my gosh, I know exactly how long we've been doing this. <laughs> we just lift it up. Yeah. Well, I'd say that's probably, you know, I TA'd your 301 class. I feel like it was around that time. Yeah. yeah we got a lot of 301 webbing going on here. I, I TA'd know. yours, and I'm about to TA you yours. You both have been my TA. Yeah. Hot, hot guys. Yeah, you've both been my TAs, and, you're, and Jonathan's going to be Josh's TA. Yeah. Official announcement. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think by the time this comes out, it'll have been officially announced. Okay. okay stop the podcast. Unofficial Let's start announcement. It over. Cut that out. <laughs> Josh and Lauren, sweet, sweet angel babies. They knew each other. <laughs> <laughs> Fix that pop filter. <laughs> Is it okay that I don't have a pop filter on this one? Oh yeah, we'll see when everyone hears all the. <laughs> 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 they just heard it all from yours. Yeah. yeah. Well, mine has a filter, so hopefully that was a filtered sound. Everybody. That just sounded like magic air. Mm-hmm. Yours. <laughs> Josh, the Foley artist, has arrived. That's actually our next set. <laughs> just oh, me no. doing just sounds. You're going to do your soundboard? Forlorn, yeah. I'm just doing all the improv and you're from the side, just doing all the sound effects. No talking, just sounds with the mic, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. What's the name, what's the name of that famous guy who does all the sounds? Don't know. Michael something? Oh, yeah. He, like the Police do- Academy guys. I feel like he has the name of someone else's name that's famous. Mm-hmm. I just thought he could do some... Michael Jordan. <laughs> Michael Strahan. <laughs> Michael Jackson. Yeah, oh, that's it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Michael no, think, Myers. I, think, I couldn't think of another athlete. It's crazy. With Michael. Hmm. Um, but yeah, we've been friends for like since 2016, 2017, yeah. and we just have too much in common, so it's too easy to become friends. Yeah, we have a weird amount of things in common. And I, I, I definitely know the feeling. I feel like I found a friend who I have way too much in common, yeah. and I feel like uh, getting to see you guys have that is really is really cool. Because I feel like again, ask you that question, I you you could have told me 2012 longer, like I would have believed it. Yeah, it feels like that. Feels like a very long time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, you know, we knew of each other before that, I would say, or at least I knew of you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know me? No. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know. Joni didn't, I don't know. Joni we, didn't we, even mention me. We met through a mutual friend, Joni. And, uh, no, she never talked about me. I met you because you started showing up at the theater in the audience with her sometimes. And, um... I was like, oh, Joni's got a new friend. <laughs> and I was like, ew. And so was she, so. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. But then it was like, oh, I'm an elementary school music teacher. And, you're like, and I was like, too? I'm an elementary school music yeah. teacher. Yeah, that's a, little, that's a little too creepy. And then we both got teacher of the year, like. Right next to each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. all right, I got it second. It's fine. It's whatever. Well, yeah, it, it had been done. I'm older than Josh, so. 
Are you? <laughs> Josh likes to point that out. I don't know why I just brought that up. <laughs> Before he could. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. Wanted to own it. Let's get it out of the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like, um, I think it was one of those things where I was like, I was like, I think we're becoming friends. I think we're real friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So we were hanging out. I was like, I, should see I guess we could do improv. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I was kind of, not purposefully so, but kind of treating the theater a little bit like I treat my job where I'm like, these are my job people, and then I don't mix that with personal things. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we know each other through work, and that is how we know each other. I don't, you know, and then so I feel like I was kind of doing that with the theater for a long time. I feel like Josh was the first person I was like, oh, this is my real friend mm-hmm. that I actually hang out with outside of this. You know, I like a lot of people there, but I. Um, she doesn't. <laughs> no, I do. I do. I like and I admire a lot of people there, but I wasn't actually like in my real life hanging out with people. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I, that make that makes sense. It's it's always it's always good to I feel like to see the different approaches that people have. And I again, I I, I always try to put this through the, the on the show the lens of a creative person. So when I think about the differences and like just how you decide to operate and how that like maybe will influence the way you do that because you know the theater while the community was also like a place where you would go to do something mm-hmm. um yeah i think it's also shown me that i'm a pretty shy person yeah i don't like share a lot about myself mm-hmm. usually which i didn't realize until really until josh and me ended up on the same house team which you're also on yeah and we all like hung out right at the we only have three more shows Cross badge, yeah Ugh. come see us do you come to the refinery we have four more shows <laughs> But, uh, yeah, we had, like, that first, like, hangout uh, after practice the one time. And, like, Josh, you shared a lot of stuff about yourself. And I was just, like, sitting quietly for the entire time we were at that brewery. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't tell these people things about myself. Well, that's because I'm very open but not very vulnerable. Yeah. I would say the same thing, similar for me, too. Like, when I I started hanging around... Uh, the our friends at the, at the theater. I realized I don't I don't share that much. I thought I was like super open, and then I realized I was not. I don't know. I don't know if that was just other people being being open and having to get into a space to match uh, meet them where they were. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's what made me realize it, but can I guess maybe that was what it was for you being at when we were at that spot, and you're like, oh man, these people are all doing this thing, and I don't know. Everybody's talking a lot, and I'm just like. A little beer, I like it. Beer. <laughs> well, always it's like interesting to me uh, with creative endeavors, especially something that takes up a lot of your time. Is like um, you got to have like emotional boundaries. Sure. And I think it can be kind of hard to find the balance of that. You know what you're giving to people and what you're getting from people too. So I feel like if you make the theater your world, you know you can when something that doesn't go the way you want, it can you know. Mm-hmm. Affect you on a personal level, absolutely. Or, yeah. Well, I feel like I've been through that. Like, um, I was like so dependent on it, and then something happened um, when I didn't make it a team the second round, and then like I had to like reassess, and then I did, and I got to a healthier spot. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean that's that sounds like kind of what you were doing with like protecting that boundary. Yeah, just like I like doing this. I really, really like doing this, but this isn't my whole thing. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I always, I worry, I don't know, someone said to me recently that um, that she's shy and people often see her as stuck up because she doesn't talk to them. 
And I was like, oh, people have said that to me about myself in the past, that they thought I was kind of, like, stuck up because I didn't talk. But it's just, like, because I'm like, I don't know what to say to you. That's so, I mean, I I would like to talk to you. I'm just like, "Ah." (laughs) I mean, I've always known you were shy, but I've never thought stuck up. I don't know. Okay, good. I just, I did that. It never crossed my mind. Josh? (laughs) (laughs) Josh thinks I'm stuck up. (laughs) And you talk to him all the time. (laughs) Oh, I'm back now. <laughs> um, well, I was kind of thinking about it. I was like, I think something that easily happens is, um, especially if you like see someone on stage first, mm-hmm. it's like people can be so different on stage than in person. Mm-hmm. And you can't just assume like the person you see on stage is how someone acts all the time. Mm-hmm. And I also think another way is like when you join a community, it's easy to project like those people who think saying you're stuck up are projecting something about themselves, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, I would assume, which, you know, I project all the time. So <laughs> what is this you're projecting right now? Astrally. Are you astral projecting right now? During my book? I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> That's where he keeps going. Um, I had a high school friend who would do that. They would astral project. She would be like, "Let's be, let's have some quiet time. I'm going to astral project now." Yeah, and I'd be like, "All right, Um, I shall too." (laughs) Maybe that was her way to tell you to stop talking. (laughs) Uh, I, um, I don't know. Maybe. I'm I'm sorry. That was mean. Well, I was at her house for a seance. So. Uh, What? (laughs) A seance. She had a birthday seance with her mother's, and um, later. Astral projected, I guess. Okay. Said. Sounds like you have cooler friends than me. At the time, yeah. I don't have any friends who are doing that these days. I mean, this is as close as I think it gets, like, to a seance. Like, this is a little seancey, right? Sure, yeah. A little, a little candle. Candle. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. it. Lauren asked if I minded incense, and I said no. And then she told you that I liked incense. <laughs> Those are very different things. All right, well. <laughs> Don't, well, then, ha- don't ask me to text for you. Clear the record, then. Okay. Let, set the set it straight. Incense is fine. I will say. Oh, the person who lived in my room before me would put holes in the wall and put incense what? in That's the wall. Too much. I would just like have a stick sticking out of the wall. So when I moved in, there was all these holes, and I was like, "What are these holes?" And it was just they're like, "Yeah, just to put." Incense sticks in the wall. Weird. Oh, because then the ashes fall on the ground. Ashes everywhere. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta use this little right. thing. No, I like, I like little incense holders. Okay, I'll be honest. I do like incense. <laughs> wow. After all that. What a diva. You have to make it about you. Uh. Mm. Man, if someone, if someone tuned out right before you said you liked it, they don't know. Um, How are you gonna? <sighs> they, they better listen to this whole thing. <laughs> we gotta. We lost half the audience. Once you said that you didn't like incense, once it, once you made it like obscure, they were like, uh, I don't know, that. big incense needs my support. <laughs> big incense, that big incense money. Mm-hmm. Mm. Sponsored by uh, what is that? Not a chump off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I got like that whole thing is incense. Oh, cool! In the cup. Yep. Yeah, I've definitely need- smelled some awful incense. Oh, I don't. I, so I bought like a pack of a variety just to try it, new ones. Yeah. I haven't opened. I only opened one, uh, and I, I'm, I'm a little nervous about some of the rest of them. Mm-hmm. It can be like bad. It can be bad. Well, I've, I've definitely found myself at like Elwood Thompson before, like sniffing all the incenses, you know, and and I'm like, oh, this one smells so good. And then you bring it home and you light it, and it's like mm. a bag of trash. 
<laughs> is it still called a flavor? Like the different kind of fragrance, a scent? I would absolutely call it a flavor. I, I might be wrong, but I would call I, it a flavor. Yeah, a flavor. I would say is you're both wrong. <laughs> what'd you call it? What do you call it? A fragrance, a scent. How come? How come when he said that, I knew exactly what he meant? That sounds like uh, the thing we haven't discussed before. Yeah, because mm-hmm. we we all know what you mean, but that's not really. <laughs> we all know what we mean. <laughs> you're 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 inherently wrong. Is that what it is? Me, yeah, usually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Josh, our little Eeyore. <laughs> yes, I'm always wrong. Let me pick up my tail. <laughs> Uh, so tell me about uh, Gossip Badge. Gossip Badge is great. Love it. <laughs> wow. The house team all three that of us are on so together. Forced. It's That's not. Oh, I love Gossip Badge. I mm-hmm. really do. Yeah. I think we were really lucked out because I feel like uh, right away our whole team just got along really well. But we also kind of click on stage, which is I don't think you always find that. And that's what I was most nervous about. Sure. for a new team. And I, I don't know. I think we lucked out. It's a good group. Yeah, I think the audition process is really funny for me and Lauren because I didn't for Josh really. I didn't know any of this was going on in his head. So I made a, I purposely <laughs> audition. I was like, I'm not going to do any scenes with Lauren because they know I can do scenes with Lauren. I don't want the judges to think that I only I rely. Well, I don't want to think that I only would do improv with Lauren. You know, like sure. that it was like a crutch or something. So I was like, I will never jump in a scene with Lauren. And then they put us on a team together. Like, we, want we were to see surprised that we'd be allowed to be on the same team. We assumed we would be split up. Why? What? What is this? This is not a classroom. You guys are allowed. They want good shows. Why wouldn't they put you all together? Well, I don't know. I mean, I I, I totally understand. Like that's a thought I definitely had. I was just like, that's like when uh, when Sarah and Jessica on the same team, undetected. Mm-hmm. I was like, and, yeah. and on one hand, I was like, that's allowed. But on the other hand, I was like, it makes sense. I get it. It does make sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. Yeah. Okay. So what were you saying? Though? Oh. About well, like, like uh, your defense of why that's a good thought <laughs> that oh. they wouldn't allow you to get in the same team. Oh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's, it always sounds like they're trying to like. Um, I don't know. I think I just assumed they were always trying to shuffle people up. Sure. I don't know why I thought that, and because we perform regularly together as a duo. So mm-hmm. sweet, sweet angel babies. Sweet, sweet angel babies, and we were in Coalition Junior High together. So we've been in like three performing teams together mm-hmm. at the same time. But yeah, yeah, I don't think I've ever done improv with anyone on the on the team now. So yeah, I don't. I, I've never really had that worry mm-hmm. about being on a team. Yeah, yeah, and I guess it was just me and not Lauren. <laughs> I was worried about it mm-hmm. uh, well, during yeah, the auditions. Yeah, it didn't, it, I don't know. I don't. I didn't have a lot of thoughts going on at the time. I was kind of like, oh well, maybe I'll do this because I I had kind of been interested in trying out for a team before that, and then I was like, well. I don't know. I was on a team for a long time. Mm-hmm. Johnsons. The Johnsons for like, you know, years and years. Well documented on this show. Yeah, yeah, and um, but yeah, I missed I missed having like weekly practice and having like a common goal with a group of people. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm getting that. Yeah, and I, and I really love like um, thinking of common goals. I know I was so worried about the mono scene. Our team does a mono scene. I don't know why I thought you were going to start talking about like. <laughs> School stuff. School stuff. Speaking of common goals. Speaking of um, <laughs> common, goals. yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I interrupted you. I don't remember anymore. Uh, our team does a mono scene, and I was so worried about it at first. 
I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know how to do this. I can't be a character. One one character for one scene for 20 plus minutes? I can't do that. I I remember Amber's reaction was like, I wish I had a picture of y'all's faces when I I brought that up. I was excited. (laughs) She did not say that about my face. (laughs) I feel like I was the only only person who was really excited initially. Because I did get to do a few mono scene shows before at the theater. Like we did a run called The Sleepover that was a a mono Mm -hmm. scene and that was so fun. And I was like, man, I wish I could get another opportunity to do something like this. And no one's doing that. You know, everybody's mm-hmm. doing kind of fun openings into montage kind of things. And, and I've done that a lot of times. I haven't re- gotten to have the same team doing a mono scene for six months before, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and something I've been thinking about a lot more is kind of like, what is the audience member's perception of a show, especially if they don't have, I've never seen improv before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I wonder if the mono scene is more accessible. I bet it is. Yeah. It's almost like seeing a play. Whereas I've definitely sat by like an audience member before uh, who he like leaned over to the person next to him and he's like, how come the show keeps stopping and starting over again? And this improviser tried to quietly explain to him what a montage was, you know? Yeah, because, I mean, you know, some people, it's their first show. They just wandered in. Mm-hmm. Some people don't even know. They think it's stand-up. Mm. Yeah. Like, what is it? We're going to be making it up. And they're like, making what up? Yeah. <laughs> and then you start doing it. They're like, what is this? Yeah. I could I could see not knowing improv and coming in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, one of my, uh, we just did uh, the rom-com class the yeah, rom-com I'm jealous. show i'm gonna ask about your show but keep continue your thought um so well, about the show like so the first two scenes like we didn't get any laughs but often the times at a student show people won't know what to do when they do see a scene in so they'll clap and i feel like what we're because we're, we're, not, we're, not, we're not doing a mono scene but we're doing like same characters the whole time it's like a 40 minute thing oh cool and so the first two we often have this where you're setting up you're just being a character and people are so invested they didn't clap they, when the scene ended they were just like well, what's next like I'm just like whoa what is happening because they got the pitch like this is a rom-com like they knew oh, okay. going in what was happening so I feel like we, we kind of get to I get to experience that on this whereas with montages and stuff like that like that's not something uh, normally you get you don't get people's uh, the the I guess the lay person or person more un, more unfamiliar you don't get that attention because they don't really understand but when you are just a character and that character stays and they get to kind of mm-hmm. see that character go through stuff yeah they absolutely uh, are more invested they can stay invested they don't have questions and me too I, th- I think it's such a fun challenge to get to play the same character for mm-hmm. a whole show well well to build on how we reacted at first with uh well i don't know if i want it because i was like i remember being like ah, i think that was my face i was like oh i don't know and i was like oh <laughs> <laughs> and Lauren was like ah. yay yeah <laughs> um once we started doing it i mean i started to really enjoy it and then when we started performing it it went well and it was so fun yeah. and yeah i just like i i, I totally totally was wrong about not wanting to do it and it is such a totally different challenge playing you know one character yeah, the whole time it also helps that we we uh have an awesome like a great group of people like i trust everybody on our team to really support mm-hmm. i do know. except for one person yourself yes <laughs> no. i just wanted to start some drama oh. i know you keep trying to start drama on my show and i am the drama police okay i'm gonna put a stop to it. if i see it i'm gonna stop it okay. but if i don't see it then 
Woof, sorry. <laughs> woof, woof. You said something to me uh, during an exercise once that showed me that you feel that way and really set the bar for like this team and any team I'm on in the future. We were doing, uh, Sean was guest coaching, and we were doing the exercise with the two hotel employees, and you set up a space, and then uh, everyone else comes and interacts, and you Mm. have to be those employees and stay there, kind of being in a scene and the scene changing as people come and go. And I remember... I wanted to jump out, but I didn't. And then you you could have said anything like, just do it, or like, go. But you like turned and faced me, and you were very explicit. And you were just like, no, 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 I want you to feel safe here. I want you to do what feels good, you know? And I was just like, that's, that's exactly the vibe I feel with this team. If we take this as seriously as we say we do, then this is important, and we should treat it like that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, who's, someone's been saying this a lot recently. I keep hearing it, but it's like, you know, take the work seriously, but don't take yourself seriously. That's actually a something I say a lot. Yeah, and so, Patrick Stump said it. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, I've heard it a lot recently, and I'm just like, keep thinking about that. That's good. Yeah, I think it's really important. Pr- I think it's important, like, any work, like, any mm-hmm. creative sort of stuff. Well, I mean, yeah, I feel like we all do a good job of not taking ourselves too seriously i mean i don't think like for just to speak i speak for our team i don't think anyone takes themselves too seriously but we all really focus really hard on respecting what we're doing and again thinking about the audience like and what we're putting on yeah well and we have a great coach oh yeah we love amber and we love kimberly i can we love you we love you yeah our mom and stepmom is that is that what she's yeah. We have two moms. Two moms. Uh, yeah. I like how our mom and stepmom hang out together and there's no dad. <laughs> <laughs> totally cool. We don't need it. We got we got two great moms. Yeah. Aw. <laughs> uh, if you hear this, moms, just let us know. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, tag us in Unfresh. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, what's really cool uh, with doing the mono scene, and Amber was the one to suggest it, is she is part of a trio who is the only one who does a mono scene. Uh, Hirsch Girls. Yeah. Who will be on live soon. Ooh, Ooh cool. cool. Ah. Ah. <laughs> um, so getting, I mean, I feel like there's plenty of people who understand the mono scene and could like tell so many great things or coach us so much, uh, so great. But to have someone who is, I've seen so many Hirsch Girls shows and I've seen them crush. And so like, I don't know. It's really cool getting taught by someone who's really good at it. It's like yeah. being uh, taught by, like, like, to throw a football by Joe Montana or something. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, she actively does it, so she knows what it feels like when it's going well and, and what, you know, what's making it go well. Mm-hmm. And yeah. also, I think she'd be, she's really good at, like, oh, here's some of the pitfalls to watch out for. Mm-hmm. You know, like, here's where I've felt, you know, watch out for these things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always think about that, um, like for example, you know, she does the hair or the mono, and she te- mono. She does the mono. <laughs> <laughs> she does the mono. I was like, okay. <laughs> I didn't know she partied. Okay. okay. Um, she does the mono. You, you, just, you just told everyone See? that Amber's doing mono. There's the gas drama, drama. <laughs> there had to be gas. Um, she does the mono scene, and she also teaches it. But a lot of people out of we've been talking about this recently. It's kind of like. We teach the Herald, but it's not like you see people doing the Herald that yeah. often. 
Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. you know, if you're like, hey, students, here you can go watch this Herald. Like, it's, you know. Which is funny, because I was just in Chicago, and I heard about the Herald a lot, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, yeah. Oh, we'll get to Chicago. I want to I wanna hear, hear your thoughts about that. Uh, well, they're, well, they're still kind of fresh. Yeah. Well, you know, it... Because it, it feels like uh, we were doing a... Uh, we were going over formats. Des Clone was doing like a, a dumb like story meme about it, and we were like listing all the ones off. And it felt like going through like all of them. Like, yeah, the Heralds mean like one of the most basic formats, and the Mono scene feels like it's so it is very simple, so that it should be kind of up there with like the standard, right? The Heralds like the standard thing, and yet yeah, no one really does that a lot. And yeah. I mean, like also other the I mean, not to I don't mind it because I don't we don't have any Herald teams, but like. Places have Herald teams. Some places like like have a Herald Knight. Yeah. Who's Herald? Who's Herald? <laughs> um, I don't know. No, this is just like a thought in my head. But Kirsten's four hundred one class is crushing it. <laughs> I saw them at their oh, yeah, they doing great. a Herald the other night, and they they did it so smoothly. Shout out to Kirsten's four hundred one class. Whoop whoop. Yeah. Prank caller. They were just on. Uh, <gasps> they oh, were so Some good. of them on prank caller, and some of them are on the uh, other indie team. That's coming out of that class. Yeah, so good. Such a yeah. fun. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. You don't like you have your tail pulled. My cat's oh, like that. that. Lord's pulling oh. this cat's tail okay. off. Okay. So, so you were on a podcast with, um, I don't know, was it um, oh, Sam or something? And oh, she yeah. was like, why are you doing that to that cat? And I was like, he must be pulling its tail. I also do, that. I also do this. <laughs> Jonathan is aggressively <laughs> petting oh his God. cat. And he likes it. <laughs> he likes it. It's weird. It's so weird. <laughs> But I'm telling you, for some reason, he's a fan of getting slapped. That was really intense. <laughs> <laughs> look how happy he is. Yeah, he's happy. The cat is holding up a sign that says, please help me. <laughs> <laughs> no drama. <laughs> drama stops here. Josh can't help it. Uh, Leave it at the door. <laughs> I think that it's loud enough that it does pick up. Josh is the president of Drama Club. I am. Okay, what's 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 the hot drama now? Um, that I saw you do a, a improvised petting of your cat earlier today. Oh no! But you, did it, you did it harder in real life than you did improvised. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I didn't do good. I did good. Been I'm like good. reported to. Animal Protective Services. If he had acted it out like that, <laughs> oh my God. Jonathan's cat's tail just came off. There is hair in the incense. <laughs> you saw how much hair uh, coming off of him. Though. He kicked it out the window. Oh, I've, I've done that in scenes. Whoa! We all thought I kicked a cat in the scene today. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It not. looked like that. It looked like you did. Josh and I had a scene, um, I think at our last Sweet Sweet Angel Baby show uh, where he, yeah, I don't know what you did to a cat. You did something bad. <laughs> it died, I, I think. <laughs> it definitely died. Yeah, definitely. Uh, oh, I sucked his blo- a dead kitten's blood. That's right. That's what it was. I was a vampire. And you like threw it or something. Yeah, I mean, it's dead. Well, I feel like that's like a typical Angel Baby set. <laughs> You know, y'all get into some weird stuff. I don't know what that means. We do. Well, well, I mean, I think that's the thing I love about doing improv with Lauren is like, whatever we do, like, it's going to get supported. You know, Mm -hmm. whatever I do, I know Lauren will figure it out or Lauren, like, well, we, I feel like we both know that we'll take care of ourselves. Yeah. And so then we can just do whatever and we'll feel supported. Mm -hmm. I mean, last time there was, what, a turkey president or... Yeah. Oh my goodness! Oh boy! Oh boy! We tried. Yeah. <laughs> we tried. I just want to hear all the 
the quote unquote titles of your shows, like after they're done, oh, you name them and like just read them in order, like Turkey President, uh, Vampire Kitten, or whatever. Jeffrey the Giraffe. Jeffrey Giraffe. Yeah, someone mentioned that one to me. Yeah. So Jeffrey the Giraffe. Right. There's. Uh, I will say the. The times I get hurt the most are in Sweet Sweet Angel Baby set. I have scars. Well, I don't think, I don't always think that Josh is going to do what he does. Like I, one of our first, maybe it was our first show ever, um, we were like doing a physical competition and I was just trying to get to a point where I was doing something that he wouldn't be able to do and then the scene would be over and we'd go into something else and I did like a back bend and Josh also tried to do a back bend. I did do one. I didn't try. Okay, I did Josh one. did a back bend. There's photographic proof of it and um and then he fell down and got hurt. Oh, what a, what I didn't hurt my back. And then the whole rest, like the whole week after that, Josh was like, I hurt my back. I hurt my back. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I didn't think you would do that. And then oh, we had no. this one where we were like skiers and we were trying to, we were like, we were I'm like walking oh, yeah. out of my hands in the next show. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. We had this one where we were like skiers were like, oh, yeah, you know that trick you do where it's like a 360 double foot? And then we were like, had to do it. Oh, yeah. And then I got scars on my elbows. Oopsies. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. Josh goes hard. Well, Lauren told me to do it. I remember the only time I think uh, I've, ever seen, I've ever seen an injury, I've only seen two injuries on stage. One of them was Hillowitz. Mm. Uh, oh, my God. Slipping in the blood and that slasher. That's intense. Uh, shout out to John. And then uh, like during. Like vertebrae or something. Something, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then during your What Was I Thinking? When Anthony, me, and uh, Jonathan Nelson got into a mm-hmm. little scrum, right. yeah, Anthony was bleeding afterwards. Oh, <laughs> I was thinking like, of a different Jonathan Nelson moment where, gosh, I can't remember what the show was. And I believe it was Jonathan, where he was bleeding from his chin pretty good. I think he cut on a vent or something. And um, it was, like, dripping, and he just kept wiping it up, and people weren't noticing. And so but he was just, like, bleeding everywhere. Did he, like, walk off stage? No. No, no, just kept wiping it up and then uh, mentioned it later. Well, there's one time in our Gossip Badge show where was, we were like in a snack bar and oh, yeah. I come out, but just a little bit. It was just like I already had hurt there and I just cut it a little bit and it was just bleeding a little bit. So I ran to the bar and got a band aid, but I was really worried I was going to bleed on other people. So I was like kind of like being wary of my arm and like holding it. And then later I was like, Josh, I bet you look so dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't want to like bleed on people's clothes or yeah. something. No, that's fair. You know, but I bet it looked like, oh, Josh, he's playing up. He's got a little scrape. <laughs> we have band-aids at the bar. Uh, yeah, there's a first aid kit. Okay. We have two first aid kits just in case you need some band-aids or something. Or if anyone who grades us on that is listening. <laughs> right? Yeah. Everything by the book. Mm-hmm. Very accommodating. I don't think I've gotten. I don't think I've ever gotten an injury. Oh no, I did hurt my ankles for the wrestling show. Mm. Falling off the stage in practice, like my ankles would hit the ground because oh, we, yeah. we we didn't put the chairs out, so we really committed to falling off the stage. And oh yeah, I roll. I had to roll off once, and it was yeah, I was like bleeding. Oh man, but that never never during a show, just causing injuries. Yeah, but something I think I just like love about like kind of going with what we're talking about me and Lauren doing improv together, like the trusting is like. We'll give each other these things that are like, how are they going to do that? But we like trust each other to figure it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we're like, how are they going to do? Like we Scott, we did skydiving last time. Oh my god! Oh, that was fun. And it's like <laughs> when we said it, I was like, I don't know what we're going to do. We're like, we'll figure it out. Because I think Patrick Gaines was like, he kind of pointed out to us. He's like, playing with perspective is like something people don't necessarily do that much. You know, playing with the different dimensions of the yeah. stage. 
and stuff like people tend to just think it's like on the stage and everyone if you see me do improv knows i like to be an event or a well <laughs> or somewhere other. Oh, oh i thought you said at an event in, at, event in an event or in a well or a location or what? I like to be in a location. Oh, in location. My I heard lake, ocean. I oh, my God. Ocean. I can't. Laotian. I, I like to be in Laotian. All right. I said it Honestly, weird. I'm so distracted. Called me out. There's, um, uh, what do you call these again? Coasters. Coaster on the table. And I know the guy on this coaster. Andy Jenkins. Andy Jenkins. Shout out Shout to Andy out Jenkins. Andy. Music. Space bomb. Makes music, right? Andy has um, Where did I get a this? coaster. That it was in my, it's been, I've had this for a while. Where did I get this? I don't know. I just swipe coasters from bars. Cool. That's where I got all these. My coaster says squirrelsbaseball.com. <laughs> Seven <laughs> days of squirrels. Fun with two ends every day of the week. Mondays, dog clean giveaways and dogs get in free. Tuesdays, new for 2017. Nine original hat giveaways at Tuesday Games. We don't have to let him read the whole thing. <laughs> no one said stop. Wednesdays, drinks. <laughs> okay. Floyd said stop. Floyd, no, stop Floyd. This is comedy sports. My favorite thing about Sweet Sweet Angel Babies was um, last summer we went to Asheville, North Carolina with um, our little crew, our friend Joni and my boyfriend Reggie. And uh, one night we were like in our Airbnb and we brought up Sweet Sweet Angel Babies. And I guess they told us, like, we'll do a set right now. Do it, do it. I think we're like at the end of the night coming back from bars late, late. And we're like, okay. So we just did a Sweet Sweet Angel Baby set in this living room just for Josh, or just for Joni and Reggie. And that was, that oh was my God. probably our most memorable show. Yeah, it's the only set I've done in shorts. A whole, a whole, it's the only set you've done. It's the only one I've done in pajamas. Mm, it was a lot of fun. Sleepover. What about the sleepover? Oh, never mind. I'm lying. I did eight <laughs> weeks of a show in, in pajamas. It's your ninth show in Actually, pajamas. that's how I have my favorite pajamas, because I'm not someone who cares about those, but I was like, oh my God, if you you're going to be on them. stage for eight yeah. weeks, you have to buy some cool pajamas. That makes sense. Yeah. And I still wear the pajamas that I used for Outburst last year, so that's oh, yeah, improv pajamas. Those are cute. There's, uh, there's something about improv pajamas. Improv pajamas. Yeah. So... What? So you guys just did a set at a B and B, and we're just. And from yeah. there, you were like, we just like ran is- out, like, where's Sweet Sweet Angel Babies? Can we get a suggestion of whatever it was? And then, yeah, did a whole set. And I think at the beginning, I was like, oh, how long? All right, we've done this bit. We did like one scene. I was like, okay, we did this bit, and it was like, now keep going. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, we're doing a whole set, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, do, you, do you have any? Do you guys cut yourselves off at twenty something, or you just can't keep the going? lights went out? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember how I did. Yeah. It's funny because at the time, I think Angel Baby was this just general term we used to describe someone really good. (laughs) I remember Katie always saying, calling Mm -hmm. people sweet, sweet angel babies. And I remember, I remember distinctly thinking of, I wanted to start a two person thing and I wanted him and I to be angel babies. We snagged it. You, yeah, you did the right thing. You you squatted on the name. Like, it's like getting a Twitter handle and never using it. Yeah. Um, yeah, you got in and I was like, I think like we immediately booked a lab set and we were public. Right yeah. Away. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think why I thought of it was, uh, I, it was the first, what was I thinking that I did? And I had kind of told Katie my stories I was going to tell beforehand and she introduced me. She was like, I swear he's a sweet angel baby now. Oh yeah. That's how she introduced me. She was that's like, right. I swear he doesn't suck now. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> oh, that's right. And then, oh, you know what? And then right after that, 
You, uh, we all share like a Hulu account. Don't tell Hulu. Are you allowed to say that? I don't know. <laughs> Never mind. Say that. <laughs> um, and Josh is, what are you on there? Like Sweet Sweet Angel Boy or something? Yeah, Sweet Sweet Angel Boy. And then we decided to make a duo, and I was like, "Am I stealing your thing if I if we get called for this?" Stealing your Hulu name. <laughs> and then Anthony made us that awesome picture. Oh yeah. Shout out to Anthony. Anthony. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so cute. But yeah, when you know we've been doing it for a year, a little over a year. Yeah, right? and probably we, a year and a half or something. And we've been doing some shows, like ten o'clock shows with Hop Rav, and we're kind of excited because we're going to try some new stuff in Ooh. the future. Yeah. Can you tease it or no? Hmm. Well, I'll tease it. As, I'll tease it as far as we're thinking about doing one-offs. You know, like not always doing the same kind of thing. Oh, that time. sounds so fun. And maybe like. People are like, oh, this is the only time we're going to do this. Mm-hmm. So it might be great. Well, you guys got so to. Be- <laughs> you guys got to be in one of my favorite improv shows. You guys got to be in the same show as Limbo Land. Oh my gosh, that was so awesome! Oh, I think second best. best. Yes, I was oh, so man. worried TJ about Maddox, it. That too. Uh, one like, person musical. I, well, the thing was again that second best is such a like a it, it comes off to me like as a holiday, and so I. I genuinely remember feeling like so proud that you guys were in that show Aww. because limbo because I had done the social media and I was like I had looked up TJ Manic I had seen his like profile a bunch and I was just like yeah this dude this dude is legit yeah. and then like I saw him come on the stoner morning radio show like right before or the day before or something and I was like this guy yeah. gets it. And then, yeah, to see his one-person musical. And then to have you guys in the same show. Like, yeah. to me, like, the showcasting were important. Important, like, uh, past our primetime players being with Detective when they were the team that impressed me the most from my first festival. And I don't know. It was just really special. And so, like, to see you guys in that, like, was super special because he kills. And I feel like you guys absolutely kill. I was pumped to be in that show, too. I got nervous at first because... They booked like the headliner for the what they called the headliner of the festival mm-hmm. for the same time at a different venue, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like no one's gonna come. Yeah, but I was like, "It's Saturday night, and I got a great time on our own stage." So like, I was just pumped about that, but I was also nervous stage, that everybody yeah. would go to the other place. Well, I was nervous because it was like such a specific show. Like it was like a radio show. I love and that then a one-person musical, and then I was like, "Fuck no! All right, we're gonna do some improv for you." Was, I love that there was variety in it. I mean, yeah, I for sure. Like I thought we, it went really well. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, beforehand, I was feeling nervous yeah. about that. Oh yeah, me too. But I mean, that's why we booked like our sets with Hot Prof because it's not just like two long-form improv, improv, improv sets. Things, yeah. yeah two different things yeah now we can't tell you what but it's gonna be different maybe the next show something yeah. special maybe this is something josh feels really confident about and i'm scared of <laughs> if we're being honest <laughs> yeah. i feel like that's a good dynamic to have yeah to be fair reggie would say that my being nervous is just part of my process which is probably true i think i'm nervous about everything all the time Ooh, keeps you on my toes i like that word process process my creative process. that don't lose that yeah i always i always wonder about that because i always felt so anxious before um thinking about teaching elementary school music like before musical like running musical i'd always feel anxious even if i felt so prepared mm-hmm. And people be like, everything's going to be fine. You're going to be nervous. I'm like, no, I think it's just like... It's just how it is. It's like part of it. And mm-hmm. I think I'm less anxious about stuff than I used to be. But I always wonder about that and when it comes to like being creative because I think I talked about this last time I was on, but 
when I was younger, it'd be like, oh, I can only write songs when I'm sad. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the only time I can make stuff. Like, you know, oh, someone break up with me so I can write a song. <laughs> <laughs> now someone date me so then we can, I can write a song about that. <laughs> about your breakup. I'm single. <laughs> Josh is single. Well, I mean, that's such an interesting like thought to bring back because I thought about that too. And then uh, it, it's just... It's really interesting. I've always gone through the idea of, like, this is how things are. This is how I am. This is how I operate. But also, I have had so much more success being open to the process. Whatever the process is, whatever it is, or just realizing what is happening is the process. I don't know. Just kind of stop, I guess, not being so rigid. I don't know. I've definitely had thoughts about how rigid should you be when you're doing your creative work like mm-hmm. depending on the project depending on your level of like in how much you have like on some level i think it is really nice to just allow the worry to happen don't feel like you have to stop it or just allow it to be what it is and i don't know what do you what do you think about that well i think for me especially like as i've gotten older and i feel like my time is a little more limited um as far as my free time I think now, like, I've really taken it to heart of, like, just do the work and not worried about being so precious about it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, for example, with, like, writing, like, uh, for stand-up, like, I just write stuff down. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have to have the final version of the joke done, but I think by just doing work, like, you know, whether it be, like, rehearsing for improv or, like, oh, I'm going to just r- make up some music. I think by just doing that, it becomes less of, like, every time you do it, it doesn't have to be precious. You know, it doesn't have yeah. to be, like, oh, this is the thing that I'm going to put out there. Mm. You know, it can just be like, well, I'm just making stuff, and maybe I'll keep some of it, and maybe I won't. Jonathan is scribbling a he note. Is, I know. I'm like, I'm He's right. It says, Floyd. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted to give you a chance to answer too before I responded to that. Oh, okay. Um, Unless you needed time to stall. No, I don't know. Uh, I guess I guess I've only just thought about if I would say I have a process. I've only thought about that really, really in the last year. But I think, um, yeah, I definitely get nervous, and then and then I I go through a period where I'm like, you've got this. You always got this. And then right before I'm like, freak out, cram. Like if I'm going to do a photo shoot, almost every photo shoot I go to, I'm like, oh my god, this is the one. It's going to suck. I'm going to get there. I'm not going to remember how to do this. I'm not going to find any backdrops that are cool. Like, uh, I'm going to forget how to pose people and the lighting's going to be bad, you know? And then I, and then on the way there, like a stoplight, so I'm like looking at like cool, trendy poses for stuff, you know? And then I get there and then I find all these cool backdrops and I don't use any of the poses I crammed into my head and, and it's fun and I enjoy hanging out with people in that way. And it's totally cool. You know, I feel sometimes that way about improv stuff too i'm i'm always nervous before going on stage see that's the thing that you you never you never know and that's one thing about the creative process that i like to talk about because i feel like no i would never have looked at you and thought oh she's nervous right now like going on before i would never have thought that you would be nervous going to take photographs Mm -hmm. but like I, i mean ellie always said like if I'm not nervous before a big show, why am I doing this? Like, yeah. it's important to, like, recognize. About it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so, like, to hear that you 
after all the pictures you've taken, like still feel that way. Like that to me is like super inspiring because I mean, I get nervous definitely before every show. I mean, I can't even be in the green room because there's too much going on and it just stresses me out. I have to like walk out and like be somewhere else. You said something, um, on a previous podcast that I thought was interesting where you were, you were like, you just kind of assume that people are more senior than you feel like they've got it now. Mm -hmm. And you were like, yeah, I can't wait till I'm that time where I feel like I've got it. And I'm like, well, I'm seven years in and I don't feel like I've got it. You know, Mm -hmm. like I still feel like I'm always, well, I feel like that about any creative thing. I don't ever want to feel like I've arrived. Like you can always work on things and get better. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't expect to, if I feel like I've arrived, then I'm probably doing something wrong. I need to find out where I'm going next. I have no growth left to do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. That's lame. Well, I mean, and and that's also another thing what you were saying about not everything has to be precious because it, 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 that's such a thing that is so true. Like I think so many times and okay, here's just a a separate example that I feel like relates perfectly. Um, whenever you're eating food, you always save like the best bite for last, right? Do you, do you guys ever think about that? That's something I think about all the time. I say, like, the best piece of chicken and whatever I'm eating for last. I don't plan this way. Or, like, when I eat when I eat food, I, I feel like I just try to save things. I try to yeah, not, sure. not, to, not to burn things before I need to. But then I think about over the past time, I don't remember what I saved and when I used it kind of mm. thing. I don't remember when I, um, in practice, where it's like, okay, the next scene is where I'm going to go out and I'm going to have big emotion or I'm going to save it for the show or kind of like that. The idea of, of letting things, letting just letting it happen, whatever happens, happens and being open to it is, like, I guess, what I'm getting at with this mm. with this analogy that did not land, <laughs> but hopefully landed for Well, it made me think somebody. of a totally different thing that I'm like, that's not really related to this. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm thinking about, and I can remember, I feel like when I was a younger improviser or even still now, it's like, Sometimes people aren't willing to try crazy things in practice, and I'm like, "What are you waiting for?" Like, yes, yes. Are you going to try? You're not going to try some new crazy thing in a show, probably. You know, like that's that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, Yeah. like try and like all those things that are like your defaults. Like, why not try different stuff in practice? Totally. Because because then you find out what is fun to do at a show. It's not yeah, and it's not going to feel more comfortable in front of people to try something. Oh yeah. And of course you will, but I'm just saying I think that's easy. Like I know there's the easy go-tos for me that I've done that I'm like, well, this has worked in the past. I can do that. But I don't think it lends itself to creating together with people on stage. Absolutely. Well, well there's this thing, again, with the rom-com class that I learned, which was like discovering the scene together. Like I feel like I knew about that. But it's with going in with – it's a very plot-heavy show. So like, But going in without an idea and just playing and letting that happen, like – just to build on that. I and I think it's like um, different kind of thought process between a montage and a monoscene where in a montage, usually you're trying to get some stuff out really quick Oh yeah, because you don't know how long a scene's going to be and things like that. And I feel like you can't necessarily bring that same energy to a monoscene mm-hmm. because I think the heightening... Like, of course, I have high energy and stuff like that, but I think the heightening has to happen more over time. Through, like, the relationships. Yeah. And, like, investing in your character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas I feel like a mono, or sorry, a montage, you're like, you don't know how long you're going to be those characters. Yeah. And you're kind of trying to get a lot of stuff out. Right. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> well, I mean, 
So going back to what you guys do, um, I mean, it's it's it almost seems a little silly. Like I, I 100% agree with everything you said, but it almost seems silly to like limit yourself by time. Like you guys, yeah, you guys do a kind of a montage, but your scenes are longer. Like you, you have much uh, many fewer scenes than a, your typical montage, and you you have time to establish those characters, and they still mean something. Like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I think a lot of times we're, to, I think, because we're creating together. Is why I think sometimes it lends itself to longer scenes for us. When it's just two of us, I think you do that. But I think when it's, you know, a big group doing a montage, it tends to be like so many people are bringing their ideas. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. So I think that's why it's a little different with two people is that we're really trying to create something together. And something else I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, just that I think we could, we feel comfortable staying in those scenes. Like we don't feel like... Oh, I got to get out of here, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. because we don't do sweep edits, when well, someone else isn't going to edit us, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, so it's not like you, a high laugh's going to happen. And someone else is going to come running in. Yeah, you mm-hmm. guys, you guys get to decide when it's over. Yeah, and mm-hmm. when one of you's ready, it's like okay, perfect. That's when they're ready, so here I'm super ready yeah. for the next thing. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and sometimes I don't sometimes even know we that we edited. <laughs> yeah, sometimes one of us misses the edit, and that's funny. I have seen that a couple. That times. happens. I mean, it's never happened. We've never happened. It's never it's happened. Never happened. They're always perfect. Uh, when, I said I, when I said I've seen it, I did not mean from you. <laughs> we have flawless edits. That's what it says, and yeah. that's what people say. I mean, <laughs> that's what it says on our Yelp page. Mm-hmm. <laughs> flawless edits. And I just think. Uh, you know, I really, I mean, that's, I, I've said this a bunch of times, but I feel like that's what I feel like is really different about just doing improv, uh, improv with just me and you is like, it's not like I'm thinking ahead, you know, I'm just like, who knows where this is going to go. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm always nervous before our shows too. Yeah, we but do. I don't uh, want to tell you. Do you know what I'm Oh, tell I me. I never want to tell you I'm nervous. I just told him. I know. I'm always nervous before shows. We do a very specific warm up. Yeah. We go for a walk. <laughs> That's our warm-up, yeah. Were you going to keep it a secret? <laughs> no, no. I didn't One time we did a crossword puzzle. We did. That was That's our warm-up. Fun. Did you guys bring anything from the puzzle to the stage? Perhaps. <clears throat> Golly, I can't remember. That sounds like it would happen. Oh, yeah. Just naturally. Floyd. <laughs> His tail grew back. Oh, sorry, buddy. I told you he, he's so he's so thirsty. He's so thirsty. He's such a mm-hmm. needy little, little thing mm-hmm. right now. Uh-huh. Sometimes I feel like a Floyd. So <laughs> I'm feeling so Floydy right now. Yeah, yeah. Josh, pay, pay attention, attention to, to me. me. <laughs> <laughs> Just walks the room. Hey, <laughs> me, Talk me, 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 me. No, pull my tail. <laughs> Pat me hard. <laughs> If Jonathan pay you like that, well, we won't know until he does it. So <laughs> let's end the podcast like that. <laughs> this is a hard petting. <laughs> Ow! Where's his tail? <laughs> Where did he go? <laughs> there oh. is hair coming off. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh boy! Oh, so this is totally tangential, but I feel like I'm not enough good people word, know this. Um, so, I have a bald spot in my head that I've had since I was a kid. Where? That's like right here. I don't I've even know. I never asked him to show me because I didn't know. I, don't know. I can't. You know, I have to. Yeah, you got it. I see it. Yeah. You do? 
You're too short to see it. I've Uh, always been curious. um, Yeah, I'm shy about it. Um, But I'm going to tell a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So I've had it since I was a little kid, and I used to tell people that I was struck by lightning. I used to lie. I love it. I always tell people I had a tattoo of an egg. (laughs) So I can relate to that. Mm -hmm. I used to tell people I was a leprechaun (laughs) when I was in kindergarten. I was terrified of leprechauns. Really? I had a teacher who thought it would be funny to trash trash her classroom. Oh, yeah. um, As if leprechauns had come in. Those kids love that. I was... I had nightmares. Terrified? I, told, I, I cried to my mom. Oh, no. She was, she was sweet. She was great. It was just I took it the wrong way. I was, yeah. I was a child. So, yeah, that was that would terrify me. Oh, I have a big Irish family. My mom, when I was a kid, she made a big deal about St. Patrick's Day and whatever. But, yeah. And, and I was smaller than all the kids in the class. Same like I'm smaller than everyone now. Mm-hmm. And um, and I was just like, this is, this is a thing that I can have. And people bought it. Well, yeah, because we were all five, so we are all dumb. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah, me and Ryan and Amber were talking about this earlier, about things you learn about when you're a kid that you took the wrong way. Like, I remember in third or fourth grade or something, learning, like, the sun's going to go out one day, and I was so worried it was, like, tomorrow. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and I was just like, I'm going to die. Yeah. I was just thinking about me dying because the sun was going to go out. <laughs> like, obsessed about it for all the third old grade. How third grade? You were nine. <laughs> third or fourth grade, yeah. I remember, like, being in D.A.R.E. class, you know, and they'd be like, people are going to come and they're going to try to get you to take drugs and you have to say no. And I just remember thinking, like, I'm going to get to an age where people are, like, pulling me behind, me behind buildings, like, you have to take these drugs, you know? Oh and God. just, like, being uh, attacked by people trying and to get me to take drugs. all you have to do is say no, and you'll be good. Well, I was like, is that enough? Like, I need to have some uh, some strategies to take them down. Back off, So boys. I don't have to, they're going to shove no. drugs in my mouth? Like, uh, yeah. I don't want it! That's yeah. what I said. No. There's this uh, very graphic Looney Tunes, like, dare video Whoa. that um, I saw that they're like, we don't show this to kids anymore because it's not appropriate. But, like, it's the Looney Tunes, but then there's people in alleys, like, using needles and, like, what? actually smoking, like, a crack pipe. I assume it's a crack pipe. And I was like, they just showed this to kids? Oh, wow. Yeah. Now I want to watch it again as an adult. I, 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 I want to Joe Rogan that and pull it up and watch it now. Yeah. I know. I'm curious. All right. All right. Yeah. I don't, I, yeah, I don't know. What the, Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes drug video? <laughs> Maybe. That's Looney drug, Tunes doing drugs. Drug awareness. Um, drug. What does it stand for? Drug. Drug. Against resisting education. education. I think that. Drug awareness resistance education. Looney Tunes anti-hard drugs message. It's four minutes long. Oh, jeez. Maybe. I don't know. There's a a whole video. Maybe we should watch it at the end. Joe McElhaney still has a dare shirt. Oh, yeah. He wore it. Of the theater. There's a character. uh, Joe McElhaney of the theater. I'm Mel Blanc, and I'm not a cartoon character. This is not what I'm thinking of. Oh. I just skipped ahead a little bit. It's not that... Yeah. Lauren, that was a really good Porky Pig impression. That was much better than the video we looked up. Yeah. <laughs> so he, I guess he just went through and did uh, pitches to not do drugs as the different characters. <laughs> okay, how that would, was how he looked up though? Yeah, now I want to know like how like what different Looney Tunes characters pitch. 
anti. Do you want me to send that video to you? Yeah. Sure, mm-hmm. why not? I just keep playing it. Like, who's your favorite Looney Tunes character? I feel like mine's got to be Bugs. Hmm. Such an easy answer. It I just felt like the right answer. I think it might be mine as well. I mean, um, Although also... I also like Jerry. <sighs> His cherries? What? Don't. The mouse! Don't start drama that people can't see. He's, like, small, but he's mighty, you know? No. Uh. <laughs> Do you know Tom? No. Who's Tom? He's I love a- that you asked this question and now you're being this way. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, drama. <laughs> um, actually, the first time I saw... I actually saw Lauren's boyfriend before I saw Lauren. First time I saw him play a show was his band was doing like the music for a Tom and Jerry cartoon. Oh yeah. Oh, like they were playing a Tom and Jerry. Okay, so, awesome. so I know who Tom and Jerry are. Ah, <laughs> uh, got him. Yeah, no but, drama here. <laughs> but I, yeah, I saw them play the music for a Tom and Jerry cartoon. Dude, that sounds so cool. That was cool. so fun. They did that several times and they would just project it like uh what do you I, guess, I imagine you probably saw the one at the camel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and they would project it and people would bring their kids and stuff, it would be in the daytime and they would just kind of improvise. Well they had like um like a theme they had made up, you know, for the beginning of it, but they would improvise all the sound effects. It was so fun. Were we both there? We didn't know each other? Yeah. I bet we were both in the same place many times before we actually knew each other. Ooh, interesting. Mm. Yeah. Especially with how similar you are. You were like, look at that jerk. You're like, yeah. Reggie, look at that jerk. <laughs> it was funny because um, uh, we did a little, like, test podcasty thing recently, and um, the host asked us if we know each other from, like, real life or from the theater. And we were kind of like, uh, because it is through the theater, but not really. Like, we would have met each other, I think. Yeah, I met you as an audience member mm-hmm. first. A plebe. A, yeah. A normie. A mere mortal. And, well, we would have met anyways, because I remember Joni being like, Lauren's going to be my real friend. <laughs> and me and Joni are friends, so if you hang out with Joni, you're probably going to end up hanging out with me. That's true. Joni's great. Joni's great. Fantastic. We haven't said that yet. We oh. mentioned her earlier, but we didn't talk about how great she is. We talked about how great she is in the last podcast I did. Good. As long as it's as long as it's on the It's record. worth mentioning all the time. Joni's great. Okay. She's great. Yeah. She's great. Greatest friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> That's all folks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear you. You heard me. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, can, you, can you really do an impression? Uh, not on purpose. Or, I mean, that was on purpose, but I'm, I'm not a practiced thing. <laughs> Who is this, Porky Pig? Yeah. All right, everyone do their best Porky Pig. We'll do it at the same time. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to say? And then you just, like, you make a signal to Jonathan that's like, Shh, when it's time, it's just me. <laughs> well, I remember watching a video where he actually went over how he does it, and all those syllables in between are planned. Like he knows what they the the but that's all, Is folks. Still Porky Pig. <laughs> Damn! Wow! Wow! wow. wow. I, got, I gotta go. <laughs> Talk about drama. Sheesh! I haven't done an impression Sorry. since episode two, and I know why. Yeah, I am 
I'm known for my accents. If you hang out with me long enough, that's what starts to happen. You just, just get me. roasted. It's true. I was trying to practice my roasting for like one week, and then Lauren oh. <laughs> roasted me so hard that I had stopped. It's true. I thought he wanted that, and you didn't. You told me to keep doing oh, it. Oh man, I want to know what was just said. every opportunity to burn him. I did. Well, Lauren told a joke, and no one laughed. And she goes, "Now I know what Josh feels like." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I take that to heart. <laughs> You can what see me hard. doing stand up yeah, at Beans, Bits, and Brews at the end of this month. Yeah. Don't laugh. They won't. Don't worry about it. I'm doing new material. Oh, really? All yeah. new material? Maybe I'll do one repeat joke, but I'm going to do all new material. Yeah, close with the, close with the safe, safety net? Uh, maybe, sh- yeah, in with Shine Devil. You just said? Yeah, I'm sure all these people are Everyone's listening. Gonna gonna help. Maybe it'll be a packed house. Now. Yeah, I dare you to come to the show. I dare you. <laughs> Don't let them start drama. Just go. <laughs> uh, that's cool. You're still doing stand up. Yeah. Right. Thank you. Well, I was like, I can do it. I can do it once a month. I was like, that's an easy. Yeah. How often do you write though? I think write all the time. It's like uh, when I'm driving, probably write a lot. Like I think about stuff. <laughs> Stopping, like oh scribbles in notes. What? What? I'm um, just imagining. There's a, one time I was on like the highway, and I look over, and this woman has a full size iPad. She's reading while driving on the highway. And I'm just imagining you. You're just like doing that while driving. I'm writing in my head. I'm not <laughs> writing for real. Like writing things down. You're trying to solve a Rubik's cube. I write all my jokes when I'm driving. Just like smoking a cigarette. <laughs> pen out. It's, yep. Driving with your feet. A zebra pen. Drinking a la croix. <laughs> yeah. How else do you write? <laughs> <laughs> if I'm not going at least 70, I'm not going to write. You don't I get the best jokes. Yeah. yeah. I need to feel something. <laughs> Just on the edge of death. Get the good stuff. That's when you're funny. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm about to die is when I get the good yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. I did. I did. I went running the other day, and I have to stop at a bunch of stoplights. Actually, I'm, like, right here. I pass by your house, like, every day. And um, when I'm at, like, carry. I, have to I was, I was wondering like, if I'm going to see you when I'm, like, at lunch. I, yeah. I don't know when you run, but I'm like, one of these days it'll, like, line up. Yeah, the time varies. Try not to go at the hottest time of the day, but sometimes I have to do that. But uh, I get it. recently I stopped at a stoplight. And no one who went by was on their phone. And I was amazed because what often happens is I'm waiting and I'm waiting. And then, like, everyone at the stoplight's on their phone and someone has to beep, like, 30 seconds after the light turns green. That's an exaggeration. But, you know, everyone's on their phone. I get you. All the time. Yeah. That's annoying. I feel like that's a good, I mean, that's another good thing that's always worth mentioning. Like, Joni's great. Don't text and drive. Yeah. Don't great. Don't text and drive. Joni, she's one of the people that actually uses that function on your phone that's like when you're driving, you like, won't receive, receive like texts and stuff. It sends a message to someone like, hey, I'm driving. If you want this to be delivered right now, uh, say important or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's a thing. I think so. Something like that. Yeah. And say, oh, are you saying we can make like away messages, like aim away yeah. messages but for your phone? But it's like it sends it to him as a text. It's like, a, yeah, it's like a My Chemical Romance lyric. <laughs> What would yours be? Um, I'm not okay. I can't use that. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. I couldn't think. I couldn't think. (laughs) I'm still taking classes. (laughs) God, you're teaching one more. (laughs) I know. I'm Uh, so excited that you guys get to hang out. 
Oh man, it's gonna be Jonathan's fun. a good TA. Is he? Oh. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah, you're a lovely TA. Well, I'm really excited. I was thinking about it today. I was like, me and Jonathan are talking about our class and our approach and what we're going to do, and then we're going to teach a class. That's <laughs> as far as I thought. That's I'm just going to do it. Well, I was thinking about how I want to teach the class, but I'm sure everyone doesn't want to hear that. Oh, yeah. It's going to be fun. I always love teaching classes at theater. Okay, well, that's something we can talk about because I want to teach. So, like, what is it to rub it back in to creativity? Um this is a thing that we all we do and it's like a fun thing but what other than being good at it makes you want to teach makes you want to makes and i don't mean this in a negative way but just like this is what i think like what makes me think that i get to do this other than the fact that i know the material like i mean that's the answer but like you know what i mean well i I really like seeing people grow like i really like that but i think what i must be such a disappointment (laughs) I'm waiting, you know, until the process. Uh, well, something I think uh, has made me a good teacher. I meant as an improviser. Oh, no trouble. He did it. Brian, he did it. <laughs> yes, it's recorded. Lauren's being very nice and not just ruining his whole career <laughs> life right now. I'm sorry. Go on. Go on about your teaching. Say, uh, well, I, I know, like, with music lessons and with improv, too, I think a lot of times I'm like, I have made all these mistakes. You know, like, I had to work through how to get to, you know, like, I've learned how to practice. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that's what makes me a better teacher sometimes is, like, I trust me. I'm giving you this advice because I was in the same place you were. Like I, because you've been through the process, and also I feel like it comes right back to like the whole not everything has to be precious. Like you said, I know how to practice, which I feel like it kind of le- leads itself to like um, I know it's okay that again it's not precious. It's might be maybe bad, or maybe trying something weird, or maybe it feels bad, but I'm going through these reps because it's going to help me get better, mm-hmm. which is what classes like are. Well, I mean, and I don't, and I think the goal for improv shows is like, I don't think it's a, like, to have a great show every time. I think it's to be consistent. Because mm-hmm. I think anyone can have a great show. Like, sure. you can have a one off. Yeah. Oh, man, that was a really good show. But I think it's really hard to be consistent. Yeah. You know, like, feel like consistent about your improv. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I, I love the act of teaching, which I feel like was not an immediate thing for me in my actual job, you know, teaching elementary school music. But in the last few years, I feel like it's been really fun for me, and I've found, like, ways I really like to do it. And when you see that light bulb go on for kids, um, it just makes it really fun. So I remember taking improv classes and just, like, really looking forward to that, like, two hours of hysterical laughter every week. And it's cool to be able to, like, facilitate that for people you know, that experience. Cause you know, when you're taking classes, that's like the light bulbs going on, yeah. you know, especially if you've, if you've gotten to 301 and you're still wanting to keep going in classes. If you're so excited to go to your 301 class. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting for me too. Cause when I took 301, our patterns and games class, I was like, I don't get it. Like that class was like boggling my mind. And then, um, I got on a house team short, shortly after that and my coach Patrick Gantz is like the patterns man you know he's like a wizard yeah patterns wizard man and um I had it hammered and hammered and hammered and hammered and hammered into my head for years and so it's I feel like now I'm 
I feel suited to teach it because it took me a long time to really, really get it. Will you get a two hundred one? Yeah. I feel like I feel like there's it's a either or. Yeah, I was garbage at two hundred one. The three hundred one, I felt comfortable in. Yeah. The other day, you know, I was kind of saying that to someone. They're like, oh, I didn't like Tier 1 Arthur. And I was like, well, maybe you don't like improv. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> why is that so? Why is, why, that, that has to be the most inside joke that we can make. Like, we make this show gets really inside, I know, but that is just, that's the, that's the peak of the inside jokes. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I don't know everyone has different levels, but like, one, a basic. Ending with form and then emotions versus pattern. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. you you're in one camp or the other. I feel like more more so than the other. Yeah, and of course you need them both, obviously. But yeah, <clears throat> yes. what I think when you're taking classes coming up, mm-hmm. one of them one of them is going to be easier for you. I feel like that's just natural. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was interesting doing the intensive at the Annoyance in Chicago just, last week. Because um. Uh, I got a lot of teachers were in the group that I was in, and it was cool talking to everybody about how they teach classes at their theaters. And and for the most part, everybody was like, you know, yeah, our levels are very similar to this. But I feel like uh, our theater is the only one I've I'm really aware of that I've actually heard somebody say that like we have like we really dig into like the names of group games and like specific ways to play them. Mm-hmm. I haven't really heard that. Interesting. Yeah, I mean that's Patrick Gans right there. Yeah, the yeah. Curriculum creator. I mean, pattern wizard curriculum. Improvdoesbest.com. Oh, yeah, improvdoesbest. I shot I shot his website website from the rooftop, so I always bring it up to people. I can't believe I haven't plugged it. It's amazing resource. It's, it's a, a lot of really good shit. It is a book that you could buy free. that he gives out for free on the internet. Yeah. It's it's the whole. He has all, I'm pretty sure he has the entire curriculum on the website. Yep. The entire curriculum, tons of exercises, all kinds of coaching materials. Yeah, I send little bits home with all my classes. Oh yeah, teach. yeah. I got to do one email when I TA'd with Jonathan, and uh, I just remember perusing the the website to find like relevant things, and I was like, wow, there's just I get to, I have a choice. It's a goldmine. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, and he's like always updating that thing. Still updating that thing. Lots of video examples of exercises. I love that because, like, my class, you know, I've had 301 classes where they're like, I don't really get this. Can, you know, what's a good example? And I can just send, you know, uh, videos of people they've seen on stage at our theater doing these things well. And I always like that. It's not like, oh, this scene was funny because of the content. It's like, here's why the mechanics of the scene worked. Like, of course, there might be funny content. But I think when he's connected to an example, he was like, here are the mechanics in the scene, which I think, especially if you're, which I don't think are always so obvious, mm-hmm. especially if you're in something sometimes or when you're going through classes, like you don't think about a scene as like you know, these mechanic parts. Yeah. I think one of my favorite things about this craft <clears throat> is being able to watch a scene and I don't mean to put anyone down, but like, let's say it's with two people who are newer and it's not working. Um, it's really cool to be able to diagnose things like that. Mm-hmm. Like to be at the point where it's like, if you, if you were to take a photo or something related to music, like you could figure out exactly what's going on. If a guitar is not tuned, you're like, I know which string it is. I can hear it. I know why this doesn't go well. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the thing that really makes me feel like I want to teach. Yeah. 
that, that kind of makes me interested in coaching too. I've just done some like uh, indie group coaching and I really enjoy enjoy that. Like, ooh, please, let's work on this. Mm-hmm. This would be cool for this group to be really good at. Or you're really good at it. Let's, let's really build that strength. Mm-hmm. That, Dad's clone got coached by uh, Gantz. Oh, yeah. Once. And I like the way he, he coaches. Yeah. He makes you uh, warm up and then run a set. And yeah. then based off of what he sees, he'll pick exercises. And I remember just watching him, like, th- think and then, like, scroll through his phone a little bit. And then he had, like, three exercises that were really helpful. I feel like my most, uh, the times I've been coached by, like, guest coaches um, that I felt were the most valuable all were like that, where they kind of watch you do some improv first, and then they develop a plan. We had... um. Uh, Nick Levesky coached me and Josh Sweet Shooting the Babies one time, and we did that as well. He had us do a little set at the beginning and then kind of gave us some things to work on. I love that. I, I, love, too. Yeah. I love that Nick laid on the couch for part of his coaching session. <laughs> <laughs> He's laid down. Yeah, there was a couch yeah as there. a bit. Yeah, yeah. As a bit. I'm just going to take a nap real quick. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then 45 minutes later, he woke up and coached us. <laughs> Yeah, and I think that's something that's been fun with this with Sweet Sweet Angel Babies is that we've tried to get different coaches to coach us mm-hmm. for different sessions. And it's been nice because they all see different stuff or have different feedback to give. Um, and we've yeah. had, like, at least one really good takeaway from each of those times. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think that's all you can really hope for is because on, on the badge we've had a couple uh, guest coaches that I felt like yeah, each brought their thing, like yeah. what they're good at recognizing and what they what their coaching style is like, and getting that feedback from them was mm-hmm. was really really cool. I think it's smart to have guest coaches. I'm really glad. This is actually the first experience I've had with guest coaches. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. Gossip Badge. Mm-hmm. We had well, I was on the Johnsons for so long, so we would have guest coaches periodically. But I feel like you you're not going to go like five years without being absent once. You know, <laughs> well, five years. Isn't that crazy? It's so crazy now. Teams are so expecting short. a house team to really like hit a good stride in six months when I was. And somehow we did. I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> Drama, I will allow. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I didn't feel like Johnson's. Um, and I think I imagine they would agree with me here that we didn't really feel like we clicked until like three months in, mm. but there was no time frame where it was going to end. You know. Yes. Yeah. Also, shout out to them. I just love them. They had a wonderful set this past weekend. We had a fun. We had a fun time. That was great. Dad's Cologne, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Really great show. That was so cool. Prank collar. Yeah, fantastic. prank collar. They were awesome. That was their first show. That was their debut show. Yeah. I mean, they've all like done student showcases and some of them run house teams, but like um, that was their debut show as a team. They were there and they were great. I loved it. Yeah. And, and, and uh, well, I think that's a great example of like a lot of them are taking the Herald class right now, mm-hmm. and they didn't do a Herald, but there's a lot of the elements of the mm-hmm. Herald in that set that I think really worked well for them. Yeah, just sure. to have in a different set. Yeah. I'm sorry, just to have in a different set. Like, yeah, 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 there's so many good things in the Herald if you just transfer like that idea to a different one. Yeah, mm. they just supported the daylights out of each other. It was great. Well, that was that, that, that. I mean, that's the thing with the Johnsons. I mean, the, I mean, yeah, it was Jesse's last show, but like, yeah. that was like the Johnsons was the first team that like hooked me when I was like watching shows, and like it was always it's you guys are just built on support, and like Scott was my first coach. Oh yeah, and yeah. so like he picked. He's like I picked nine supportive people. 
Like that was my whole like basement for uh, uh, for picking. Yeah, you have to be supportive, and so like to see yeah, to see them do that, I was like, this is perfect. This is exactly what you want. Yeah, I feel like our most Johnson Z scene that night was like <clears throat> we had this weird thing where like Joe was trying to walk around the stage and everybody kept sitting down where he was trying to sit, and uh, like I threw myself on the floor so he couldn't walk on the floor. It was just dumb. It wasn't about anything. Everybody was just blocking him so he couldn't go anywhere. But then he left the building. And then we had to do a different scene. And then when he came back, we just kind of jumped back into that. And it was like, oh, that was weird. Yep, that felt like us. We all were creating together. Yeah. Yeah. And he literally walked around the entire building. Really? Did. I know. It was so funny after the show because he looked a little winded. <laughs> I was like, wow, did you really? You ran. One time I rode on the stage and I was winded. <laughs> I can't imagine running around the building. <laughs> the only other the time I heard about someone running around the building was Blue. He got punched. Yes. And he. Oh, that was so funny. Flew out of the building. Yeah. Ran around the building, came back in, flew ran by again. Went out again. Out the door again. <laughs> went back around. around the building and finally landed as if he got punched around the earth He came twice. around, like, fast enough that I thought he knew a weird shortcut. Yeah. You know, I was so like... Cool. Yeah. I mean, and maybe if he, like, knew, like, like, who had a key to the apartment, he could just, like, go up the stairs real quick and then go down. Yeah. Nope. Just impressive. Can we get that code to that building? I know, right? Just, just for the show. Just for the show. Just for bits. I wish I had it the other day. When I got to the theater to teach class and the fire alarm for the whole building was going off. Oh, no. And I thought it was the, our alarm system. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and the firefighters all came and they were like, where is this? Where is that, firefighters? What? Oh. He's trying to start drama, Lauren. I Don't let him. Is that only said firefighters? I did. Like fighter. Firefighters. 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 The fire ferrets. <laughs> they showed up. Oh. And they were like, <laughs> "All right, I'm sorry. I was making it about me." Oh yeah. That's fine. Me. Yep. Me. Oh, look at me. Ow. Oh, he's yeah. He's on the bed. He's trying to. He gets really excited when people come over. Oh, that's great. Yeah, he's, he's friendly. He's yeah. He's a sweet. He's a, he's a sweet sweet angel baby. Oh. He's a fan. Oh. He's a little fan. So the firefighters came. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They just, and, and, like, people were showing up for class, and I was just... I didn't know half of the things that I I could... I probably... Well, no, I, I guess I shouldn't know all these things, but they were asking me a lot of questions, and it turned out it was, like, a whole other thing in the residential side of the building that wasn't something I would have been able to help with at all. I always wonder what it's like to live in that building. I do, too. And also how no, uh, no one from the theater... Because some people people will move to the neighborhood to be closer, but like no one's gotten an apartment in that building yet. Yeah. Well, I love when someone was having a party there, and there's like a keypad code to get in, and people from the party kept coming <laughs> to the theater and being like, "Hey, do you know how to get in <laughs> there?" And I was like, "No, we are during the show, right? during the show yeah. and the music was so loud, and there's like 50 people up there. Oh gosh! And they just kept coming in and being like, "Hey, can you?" <laughs> You know how to get in there? Is this where the party's at? I'm like, no, no this is not. This is a comedy. It's a different theater. kind of party. <laughs> okay, please tell me if you know of any more things that they do. I know I heard a couple weeks ago there was a, a, a table saw or like a handsaw going off. <laughs> uh, dogs vacuuming, moving vacuuming, couches. Yeah. They, and they'll vacuum at like 11 o'clock at night. During, yeah, during like I the I always wonder. Thing. I'm like, I wonder if this is part, like, when have you ever vacuumed? 
Maybe they're just, you know what, maybe they work like a day shift or something. And that's yeah. The time. And also, like, under the right circumstances, I could see myself, like, putzing around and, like, stepping on, like... But you have downstairs neighbors. Like, you probably wouldn't vacuum at 11 at night. Let's vacuum right now. I mean, I don't think my vacuum's out loud, though. Yeah. Really? Oh, you have, like, a little one? I have a little, yeah, a little, little dust oh, double. Oh, monstrous. Aww. It's magnificent. Uh, yeah, but you have, do you have carpet? No. I mean, I have rugs like this, but I don't have carpet. Oh. Yeah. I'll but I have cat hair. Oh, uh, so you're better yeah. about that than I am. Yeah, I have a Dyson animal. That thing will... It's, she pulls off Marvel's tail all the time. Yeah. I mean, I have the, the long hair. No. Oh, I'm doing it wrong. I'm learning. Really? Oh, but I love long hair. It looks so cute. I know. He's he's he, oh, he's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> this is now the Floyd cast. The Floyd cast. I mean, that's it's it's apropos that he's in, on my bed right now, like <laughs> during the time we're actually talking about him. He's not here. Yeah. Yeah, well, we don't want to wake him up, so we should probably whisper for the rest of the podcast. This is now an ASMR of any rap podcast. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think anyone's gone back, but that's how the show opens. That's how episode zero starts, is with right. ASMR. Just like, open them. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's part of the show. I will now brush my teeth. I was reading an article that cats really do know their name. You think so? Mm-hmm. I was reading an article about it. My cat it. knows her name for sure. I feel like if I if I were to say it, I feel like he'd recognize that I'm calling for him. Yep. So yeah. Yeah. If my cat's like across the room and she like looks like she's sleeping, I'll sometimes I'll just be like, "Hey, marbles." No one. And then she'll get up and turn around like, "What?" Floyd. He looked. <laughs> Floyd knows his name. I'm bummed you didn't get to see it. It was adorable. Because <laughs> he was like laying, he's like laying away. He did this like whole movement. Uh, it, was, it was cute. We'll have to reenact. Mm. I just did. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> it wasn't cute though. I meant have it do over when this is over and I'll go in there and I'll really watch. My favorite thing is um, if we were like chilling together, like if I talk to him and I give him space, he'll respond with oh, yeah. flicking his tail. Oh, really? Which I find very fun because it was just be like doing like this, and I'll talk to him and be like, fah, fah. <laughs> I don't know, cats are great. Yeah. We all yeah. cats, we're all cat them. people. Yeah. And we talked about cats in a rehearsal tonight too. A lot of cats. Oh yeah, our coach is obsessed with cats talk. in the best way. In Jonathan best way. chose to do a little Ugh. personal scene that involved cats. I was feeding, knowing Floyd that Amber work. would like him the best now. Apparently, apparently, I knew all about this. <laughs> I also got a Snapchat from a friend, and it was this they have their cat, and it was adorable. And I was like, Amber, look, you look cats. Your whole little scene there, she was just like, oh, she, oh, she was an invisible like, cat. He's the favorite now. <laughs> I'm the favorite of this practice so far. I literally was. That's exactly what I was going to do: was feed my cat because I was like, I know how to do that. Oh yeah. So mm-hmm. then I ate Flintstone. Y'all, I like how yeah, everyone's making fun of me during mine. I was talking during my wonderful acting. No one looks cute yeah. eating pills. <laughs> <laughs> you just look like 
also, again, my favorite part was you put the bottle down and then picked out of the bottle, which looks so like. Mm-hmm. Yes. How do you do? Else do do. Pantomime's a weird thing. I've been in. My, I've been like wicked in my head about it lately. Just because. Uh, one of the coaches at the annoyance said that she was like, "Go home." And start really paying attention to how you were doing things with your hands. And now, now I'm noticing people on stage who are like, mm-hmm. you know, people on stage are like trying to put on a shirt and it looks like they just like threw something over their head, you know? Yeah. And so I've definitely been thing. like over experiencing movements mm-hmm. when I'm by myself. Well, in our last weekend show, when I was stuck to the floor for 15 minutes, <laughs> I was like, I was writing a letter and putting it in a pneumatic tube, but like no one was looking at me. So I was like, I could just put a letter in there. Like I wrote it, but I was like, no, I was like, I need to write it. But I was like, who's this for? <laughs> like who's watching me do this? Maybe the five people who the can audience. see me in the, in the front, front row. row. Yeah. yeah. I think it was for two people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's something that ever since it became a note, I feel like I've been good at it, but that is the hard thing is like, because it's all made up. Like if you, if I make popcorn or write a letter and no one sees it, it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other than the fact that I know I just did that. And maybe the audience saw it too. Yeah, maybe Odds the are people in the front row. Multiple people saw you do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you want us to know, you have to make it. I'm making it some popcorn. Own. Or just like really pantomime it up. Make sure, be like Josh, make sure everyone's looking at me. I'm making me. it in the air vent. Well, there's a me and meow, so. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm just trying to be like Floyd. <laughs> He's not here for it. Floyd would never say that. <laughs> never. Yeah, he would just say meow. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, that's something, uh, something that's such a struggle for me is not to talk about what I'm doing. And I'm mm. not saying you can't. Obviously, you can, but not to make whatever my personal game is to be it's about. It's so easy to have that happen. Whatever like, I'm doing. And not realize you're doing it. Yeah, And I don't think that's in, in itself an issue, but I think it can become an issue or a crutch. Yeah. I feel like it's one of the things I default on when I'm focused on not doing a different thing. Like if I'm like, oh, I have to do extra object work or I need to make every relationship mean something that I'm going to just default about talking about. Like, I'm so focused. Talk about what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I'm, like, trying so hard to make a relationship, so I'm making this relationship about the thing I'm making, Mm -hmm. the letter I'm writing kind of thing, where it's, like, those things aren't natural by default yet, or if ever. I don't know. Your your statement of, I'm seven years in and I still blank makes me think, like, oh, man, what if it never gets easier? (laughs) Well, some things will get easier, and some things will continue to be things you want to work on and those things will continue to shift Mm -hmm. sometimes you'll feel very strongly about how you're doing that and you know other times you'll be like oh man i've been forgetting all about all about object Mm -hmm. work i used to be great at that now it's you know kind of fell out of my focus i like that it's a thing that fluctuates because i feel again kind of like yeah i don't ever want to run out of room to grow but also i do want to get like i'm getting better yeah 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 that's and that's why I joined a house team. So I would feel like I, because I, I feel like before I was, um, I was performing with um, big bosses like I don't know two or three times a month for I think a year, and I love that. I enjoy that a lot. 
but I felt like personally I, w- I wasn't super growing a lot because I wasn't having like weekly practice, you know, mm-hmm. showing up and playing with people was fun, but I wasn't, didn't, I kind of feel like I was hitting a little bit of a plateau. So I like, I like the having practice with you guys every week. It's, it's very rewarding. Yeah. Aww. Uh. I'm just, uh, I was thinking about this earlier. One of my favorite notes I've ever gotten about my, like, scene work, environment work, was in 201 with David Pajor, where I was just, like, taking dishes out of a you know, cabinet. And I did it for, like, five minutes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he just built up this, like, anger. And he was like, how many dishes do you have? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yeah. I was just like, I don't know. I I got that note recently from Amber. Uh, I don't know. I like started a a scene and I was like kneeling down, like turning pages in a book, which I find lately is a go-to of mine. Just randomly turning pages in a book. And she was like, you're going to have to do something else. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I should do something else. For some reason, I love making like bear traps. Like that's a go-to for me. That is such a fun. That's strange. Well, I feel like that's a strength. That, again, a strength I have is like knowing where objects are, and bear traps are all about knowing where you put them. Like you, ha- everyone has to know because if we all know there's a bear trap there and someone doesn't, like that just ruins everything. Well, yeah. there was a gossip ad set where there was bear traps. There was a sweet sweet angel baby set <laughs> where I did a bear trap. That's funny. Bring it, bring it back. More bear traps in comedy. <laughs> that, that's why we're here. We're promoting bear traps <laughs> in comedy. Well, I feel like well, you just said something that I wanted to comment on. Um, Lauren, what were you just saying? Uh, you were talking about growing and stuff and like you did big bosses and then practicing. We did rehearsal. That was another thing that I really enjoyed about. For example, today's practice. Like, when we were doing warm-ups, I wasn't... Normally with warm-ups, it's always a thing. I'm like, I just want to get through this and get to, like, the exercises. Because that's what I'm here for. I want to, like, focus on something. But when I did the when I did the rom-com warm-up, I, we, so we did Bunny Bunny today and I did that yesterday. But it was, like, so chaotic and so weird. And every time I turned to Pete to do the Toki Toki, he was just, like always laughing and that made me laugh and then like today's warm-ups i was like this is like the this is the fun part this is like the part where i can just be dumb and silly i had the most fun during warm-ups yeah so i feel like the rehearsals are so much more important than i really thought they were Mm -hmm. my like detective run kind of thing yeah just like getting on the same page with these people yeah and that's why it's fun performing with the same group for a little while rather than kind of getting thrown together and kind of not knowing who's going to be there. Well, I think it ties into that consistency thing we talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Like, you can have a good show. Oh, yeah. People oh throwing my gosh. together. I've had some, like, super duper fun, like, big bosses sets. Some of my favorite sets I've ever been in. Um, but, but I think there's, like... Me personally... S- sorry. Yeah, me personally, I just I like sure. having that little, I don't know, bond with people. For sure. And I think there's, like, some things that you know, you can just do when people know each other so well. That's really hard to do when, you know, you don't maybe don't know people as well. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's the difference between a team you're put on and a team you make. Mm, yeah. And I feel like that's not a thing that happens a lot. I mean, there's not a lot of place for self-made teams to perform. <laughs> Josh, oh the Foley artist is coming back. Uh, me, 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 me. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm so I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, that was good. It wasn't that bad. Less drama, but more drama. Okay. <laughs> well, well, this discussion just reminded me of a Joe Dirt quote. Oh, no. <laughs> Joe Dirt. Uh, less. <laughs> where he's like, it's a guy who like he doesn't speak well. And he's trying to say home is where you make it. And Joe Dirt's like, you like to see how I'm making? What? <laughs> That's like the joke. But the, the part was like, we're talking about making, putting teams together and making oh, yeah, them. Yeah. <laughs> home is where you make it. Oh, I heard the word naked. Well, yeah, that's what Joe Dirt oh, thinks yeah, he says. You okay, okay, I got Joe you. Joe Dirt okay. thinks the guy is saying, you'd like to see homos naked. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not a good joke. But I was yeah, taking what year s- did that movie come out? <laughs> 2000 and... That sounds about right. 94. Three. Oh, God. I don't know. Well, really, I was trying to take the sweet part of it. That is homos where you make, make it. it. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Yeah. I'm back. <laughs> You've Just been actually projecting for so long. <laughs> My goodness. Uh, well, is there anything we didn't get to that you wanted to get to? No, I made some little notes. Just, oh, oh. I brought them in a real notebook, though. Oh, come to our next show that I'm going to look at in about five seconds. To figure out when it is? Yeah. Is September, Friday, September 13th. That's right. We might be doing something new. Let me write this down. I feel like this is important. You should. This is plenty of time for you to write this down. Friday. That's usually towards the end of the week. It's like your last day of work, usually, if you work a nine-to-five job. <laughs> and then after your job, you're going to go home and get a little food, and then maybe take a little nap. And then you're going to come to Coalition Theater at 10 p.m. Mm, a nap. And see Sweet Sweet Angel Babies and Hot Prov. Yeah. Cool. I think we talked about all the things that I wrote down. Except, I'm surprised, Josh and I always um, end up becoming these two southern old characters that, uh, that never Ooh. came about. Well, maybe we can do that for the outro, because I have a new outro. Oh, yeah? The outro comes in three parts. Why? What's a new outro? <laughs> We have to meet them first. So, Okay, so oh. the, the, the outro is now four parts. First part is introducing who we're working with. Um, the, the characters. I don't remember their names. Well, you'll think. Yeah, fig- I do, but we can't. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You guys not know how to do improv. You guys not know how to do it. You can't, you can't do a, a long scene. He's bringing the drama now. Oh, drama! Woo, woo, woo! Floyd, Floyd, <laughs> me, me, you, yeah, um, me, yeah. All right. So the first way we end the episode is a way that actually neither of you got to do, but was in the first two seasons was. Um, so I lived in a place where I only had access to my room. Like I didn't get to really de- decorate the common space. And then I moved to a studio, which is where both of you got to do the show in. But uh, I used to do a segment called, like, what's the weirdest thing in my room? And then I'd tell the story behind it. Mm-hmm. And so you guys have been in the space so long, so you get to um, pick whatever you want. So that's the first thing, and I'll, okay. we'll talk about it. The second thing is when I started season, this is season five, when I started season five, I was like trying to pitch ideas like, uh, what, how should I end the episode? Um, and so I want you guys to end the episode how you want to end it. The third part is, uh, normally I have one guess, but I'm sure you can still relate. So you guys have been staring at this picture the whole time. Like you have this in your viewpoint. Well, Josh does. He probably don't. So I, I see it now though. But, um, there's a picture. There's a picture. So someone ended the episode by describing it and I loved it. So I've had everyone do it since. So you guys are going to describe that picture. Okay. 
So those four things. All of these. Yeah, yeah you're doing all of them. One. Weird thing first. Characters, who you are, introduce yourselves. Oh, and then we're going to do all thing. that as those. Yeah, weird thing. I mean, you don't, you don't have to, but I feel like that's, you <laughs> you, you pitched it, so I'm going to push it. I know, why did it. I do that now? <laughs> An inch. An inch, that's how we, that's that's how how we get into character. That's how we get into character. An inch. <laughs> yes. Well, <laughs> I'm really curious about your crates. <laughs> Are the crates in your kitchen? There's a lot of crates. That was a peculiar. <laughs> Tell us about your crates. <laughs> so, um... When I lived in New Orleans, I became obsessed with milk crates because I would see them when I would pedicab all the time. And eventually I started to grab them. And like when I would go in for the night and put them on the back of the bike and bike to the shop and take them home because they're really good for organizing. And I'm crazy. Uh, so I, I just kept collecting. And like when I was living in my first apartment, I would like put my bed on top of like 15 milk crates to spread out. So like because I had a lot of stuff, so I stored it under my bed. Mm-hmm. Um, you can still see under my bed the milk crates lining the bottom because um, I still have four under my bed. But I like that as like a separate shelf because I don't have real shelves. Mm-hmm. Um, I only have nine left, but at one point I had over 200. Oh, that's <laughs> fancy. For me, I'm curious about this three to four foot safety pin hanging on the wall. Uh, diversity thrift, six bucks. Just because? My mom found it and she's like, you need to get this. And then she uh, <laughs> now buy the every time she gives me a gift, it's a very large version of a very small thing. Hmm. <laughs> an inch. An inch. <laughs> an inch. The safety pin is definitely not an inch. <laughs> it's three to four feet. <laughs> what do we have to do next? Uh, how would you guys end uh, a podcast? I do an improvised song. Oh my oh, wow. god! Well, all right, let's hear it. <laughs> that recounts everything we talked about in the whole podcast. I hope you feel ready. I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and we got to do it in these voices. We also don't know. We, you guys never introduce yourselves. I'm Viola. I'm Matilda. Perfect. Oh. Well, go ahead and start the song. Well, well. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Drama. That would be the shortest song we've ever Meow. <laughs> Great. Well, then we'll make this a the last part. Um, describing this this painting. Um, just one bit at a time, I guess. Trade off. <clears throat> An inch. I feel like it's jumping out at me. It's a skeleton with glowing eyes. I'm really worried that this, it's a skeleton, but he still eats. He's a bit of a steampunk fellow with a bunch of gears and his his vest. Do you think he's wearing a wig? <laughs> I think it's a... Um, a two-pay, but I also think there's like... I think it's a three-pay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean a three-pay. And there's like a an alien slug upon this three-pay. Oh, oh, I didn't see that. That was an alien slug. <laughs> <laughs> My eyes are what they used to be. Matilda, get it together. I'm sorry. Uh, there's a a bill of some sort coming out of his chest. I think he has really nice teeth for a skeleton. 
He really does. Well, they're in, they're so straight. Eat, what is that? A burger? A raw hamburger? I think it's a worm burger. A raw worm hamburger? Yes. They look like they're just a wiggling all about outside of a bun. Disgusting. Do you think the hamburger is a representative of people who steal food because they cannot afford to buy food? I cannot believe you just said that. Well, why does he steal hamburgers? <laughs> Because he's hungry. Yes, he can. It's capitalism. He cannot afford a burger, therefore he has to steal a burger. That's that's fine. That's valid. Uh, also, I'm not sure how it gets in his body. It looks like it's the burger goes into his mouth, right to his neck bone. Right out the back of him. Also, he has a swirling green aura behind him. Oh, that's my favorite part. Hmm. And that's I would, it. Some people say I have a swirling green aura behind me. <laughs> oh, Matilda. Oh, Matilda. I'm bad. <laughs> <laughs> Good, well, yeah, uh, September 13th. Yep. At the Collision Theater. Any other plugs or anything you want to? Come see Gossip Yes, I heard they make up stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> make up what? Long, long skits. Mm-hmm. Little skits. Come take classes. At the Coalition Theater. Take 301. I don't, I don't care if you're taking 101 or 201. Just straight jump straight to 301. <laughs> it's happened before people can do it. That's true. I've seen it with my own eyes. My own two, my own two probably whites. I took the very first improv class ever. <sighs> In Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been splendid. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Uh, all you got to do is say goodbye. Oh, Bye. Bye. showed up in different clothes she had bought second hand love spoke in a foreign language you said I don't understand love moved to Detroit City I refused to relocate love said this is your last chance you decided to wait Separate ways We played the game And then one day You'll forget my name We almost fell We almost fell We almost fell In This episode is brought to you by the RVA Podcast Network. Find more information at rvapodcast.org.